Welcome to The Motivated Mind, where I challenge you to expand your perspective on how to achieve a successful life through motivational lessons, reflections, and interviews with other motivated minds. What is up? Welcome to episode 187. Thanks so much for listening. It means so much to me. If I've brought you any value, please be sure to leave a review and hit that subscribe button. Don't be a stranger. Shoot me a DM on Instagram or Facebook. Let me know what you want to hear more of and please be sure to share the podcast. I'm truly grateful for your support. Thank you. All right, before we jump into today's episode, I have a few announcements. If you haven't subscribed to my free weekly newsletter, but you enjoy the content I drop on this podcast, then you're missing out. Click the link in the show notes to subscribe for free to the Mastering Your Mindset newsletter. Second, you can now rate podcasts on Spotify. Right below my podcast description, you'll now see a rating option. If you enjoy the content I drop every week for free, I ask one simple favor in return, clicking that button and giving the podcast an honest rating. Lastly, the biggest piece of news, one of the most frequent requests I receive is for more episodes, more content. Well, you ask and I deliver. I'm now dropping two episodes a week. Monday episodes will remain the same. I'm now dropping a second episode on Thursdays at 1 a.m. Eastern. Be on the lookout for these additional episodes weekly. Procrastination is a common human tendency. So common, in fact, that about 20% of adults have regular bouts of procrastination. Procrastination creates this, this constant thinking of, I'll do it tomorrow. And then this overwhelming wave of shame hits our stomach once tomorrow comes along because we still haven't started. And yet, most struggle to learn from it. So, how can we overcome procrastination? What are some ways that we can avoid falling victim to procrastination? Number one, understand the root. Procrastination is one of the silent dream killers. The root of procrastination for most people is not laziness. It's anxiety. This overwhelming emotional wave that crashes back on us, holding us back from swimming towards our intended destination. Instead, this riptide experience has a swimming forward just ever so slightly, and then it pulls us right back. And at the center of this, our anxiety will tell us the worst case scenario. But here's the truth. It's a damn liar. We fixate on the worst case scenario and think that is reality. That must be how things will go. By slipping into this thinking, we rob today of its time. We paralyze ourselves. The idea and tactic here is to step outside of future what-ifs and come back down to now, the present. And you may be thinking, okay, easier said than done, so how do I do that? How do I stay in the present? We need to trigger a present state of mind. We need to pull ourselves out of the what-if thinking and bring ourselves back to now. And to do that, 
we can simply ask ourselves these two questions. What is happening now? Is there something I need to be doing right now? The idea behind both questions is to get our mind looking in front of us now, analyzing what is unfolding at our feet. And the reality, it's a way to hear these things out loud rather than these thoughts layered in our mind. We do a really good job of living in our heads. And by sitting in the attic all the time, we are paralyzing ourselves from taking action. And we rationalize not moving or taking that leap. Think about this for a moment. You can come up with endless excuses or reasons why something could go south until literally the end of time. And if that's the case, what would you really do if anything at all with life? Where is the means to an end when we try to rationalize not doing something or allow anxiety to cripple our movement? Another way to bring ourselves back down from floating away. Say out loud what you're experiencing. Again, anxiety tends to wrap its tentacles around our mind, making us think what we're experiencing is crippling and impassable. And that couldn't be further from the truth. It is a moment in time. It's temporary. An effective way to build upon this is to question Our thoughts. What is bouncing around in our mind? Does it make sense? Is it realistic? Rephrase what is leaking from our mind and throw it through a filter. An example of this filtration is rephrasing the things we tell ourselves. An example, let's say you have an interview for your dream job you've wanted for years. But the night before the interview, your anxiety starts to show its ugly face. And the only thing your mind is repeating is something along the lines of, I'm going to fuck up. Rather than letting this toxic thinking dig its claws into your mind, shift the thinking. I'm nervous, but I've been preparing for two weeks for this. Label that you're nervous. Don't hide from it. But remind yourself of the work you've done to secure the interview. Label how prepared you are. These are all practices, meaning we will never be perfect, nor should we strive for that. It's a constant state of practicing this thinking until it becomes more natural than it is for you today. Number two, stop being a perfectionist. The idea that anything can be perfect is just an illusion. Nothing, nothing can be perfect. Perfection is subjective, and not a single person has reached it. We may have this idea of what this word perfection looks like, but in reality, no matter how something turns out, whether a presentation, a report, a project, a book, inevitably, at the end of that thing, we find something else to pick apart. Meaning, that particular thing will never be ready. It will never be complete. And this is a dangerous game that we play with ourselves. It simply puts a mask on things, providing this illusion that it's not ready. So inevitably, we just push that thing out 
more and more and more. No matter how much time or effort we put into something, it will always have room for improvement. And the interesting part is that the longer we hold back from releasing this thing, the longer we hold back from feedback and our own progress. See, rather than speculating on changes and improvements, why not go directly to the source and collect the appropriate feedback? This applies to anything from a speech, a product, a paper, a habit, a goal, a service. Nothing is off limits. So if that's the case, in reality, we are doing ourselves a disservice. We are making speculation on things that could improve this thing we are procrastinating on, which is subjective, which just burns precious time and adds to our stress. So how can we avoid this perfectionism? Break down the task into the smallest possible pieces. This will serve two purposes. One, we feel more accomplished when we get to check those things off, which inspires us to produce quality work. And two, it allows us to create a vision that is digestible. And this clarity helps to inspire us to achieve that thing. It's no wonder some of us delay things. When we lack a visual a clear direction to achieve something, it becomes very difficult to know what we need to do. So we become overwhelmed and toss our hands up. A little bonus here. However long you think something will take, double it. This tactic allows us to avoid falling victim to overestimating, which creates doubt and stress and feeling overwhelmed. Prepare for the unexpected. This way, when we're working on a particular project and things go south, we're still on track. And if things go smooth, well, then we feel proud of ourselves for over-delivering. Want to make a podcast? Spotify's got a platform that lets you make one super easily, then distribute it everywhere and even earn money all in one place for free. It's called Spotify for Podcasters, and here's how it works. Spotify for Podcasters lets you record and edit podcasts right from your phone or computer. So no matter what your setup is like, you can start creating today. Then you can distribute your podcast to Spotify and everywhere else podcasts are heard. Video podcasts are also available on Spotify. With Spotify for Podcasters, you can earn money in a variety of ways, including ads and podcast subscriptions. And best of all, it's totally free with no catch. Ever since I discovered Spotify for Podcasters, I feel like it's allowed me to be more creative because I've been able to simplify the admin aspect of my podcast and focus on developing more valuable and creative content. I highly recommend you give it a try. Download the Spotify for Podcasters app or go to www.spotify.com backslash podcasters to get started. Number three, just start. Rolling off my last point, the best way to get something done is to simply begin. If you're a procrastinator, you will find every excuse not to do 
what you need to do. We start grasping at straws that have little rigidity to escape doing that thing. Here's a little trick. Whatever you have on your list for the day that is the most challenging or the thing that you just really feel like pushing off, do that thing first. This helps to inspire us to keep going. It drives a sense of accomplishment, which helps to top off our fuel to keep going. It also removes our largest barrier, helping us to push through the smaller challenges with greater ease and confidence. Here's one of the keys to tackling procrastination. Identifying the moments. As we start to engage with items on our list, pay close attention to when thoughts of procrastination start to creep into your mind. When we find ourselves thinking, I don't feel like doing this now, or I'll have time to work on this later. We need to recognize that we are about to procrastinate. Putting this into practice eventually helps us to quickly retreat from these moments. Here's three little tactics. Tactic number one, when you're looking at all that you have to do and dreading whatever it is that sits in front of you, Try visualizing the completion of your task in a positive way. Visualize the impact and what you'll be doing afterwards. We are much more likely to just start when we paint this picture in our minds. Tactic number two. We can use a phrase that will help us to stay on task. Tell yourself, I will just do X For two minutes, when we give ourselves permission to only do something for two minutes and then stop, we trick ourselves to keep doing it. And lastly, tactic number three, on the flip side of this, when we've done something that was challenging, something we were hesitant to engage in, reward yourself after a job well done. That could be anything from making yourself a nice meal, going for a walk, sipping some tea while looking out the window. These rewards don't need to be large as long as they're impactful to your happiness. Starting is hard, but if we can get over that hump, we'll not only have some degree of momentum, but our brain is more likely to pester you to keep working on that task. Number four, shift your thinking from focusing on the short term to the long term. Procrastination feeds short-term emotions. It feeds short-term needs. It feeds this idea of, I'll do it tomorrow or I don't feel like it. And these behaviors take away from our long-term growth. They are short-term thinking and short-term objectives playing a trick on our long-term objectives, establishing roots. Subconsciously, we think that this thinking or behavior is protecting us. And in some ways, sure, there's a fraction of truth to this. It allows us to move away from anxiety or stress or even facing a particular fear. But what we need to realize is that the trade-off that occurs, we trade those short-term things that we want to avoid at that very moment, and we kick them down the road, simply delaying having to face them. 
but eventually we end up having to face them. So rather than shaving off days, weeks, or months, facing them now allows us to grow faster. It realistically allows us to face those things time and time and time again within the same period of time that we would have been delaying. Think about the growth packed into that timeline. The same amount of time that we spend delaying and avoiding doing things, facing things. We could be spending deploying and facing those things and learning. Coming to this finding can greatly alter the way that we approach things and how we think about addressing tasks. When we truly understand this exchange of value and what we are trading here, we start to think differently about procrastination. Here's another way that we can think differently about these tasks or goals that we may delay. Remind yourself why. Why you're doing something. What purpose or meaning does it have behind it? How does it add to the overall picture of your success? If you don't do this particular thing, what's the outcome? How will it affect your success? These questions allow us to balance our scale. They allow us to realign our long-term vision and ensure we are not trading it for short-term gains. I'll leave you each with this. Anything worth doing is worth doing. We might not like it. We might not feel like it. But if it's attached to our long-term strategy and goals, it has a reason for being addressed. Don't fear facing it. Don't fear the potential outcome. These things can be found if we step into action. Repeat after me. I am brave. I am strong. I can do this. I am capable enough. I am not going to procrastinate today. I refuse to let negative thoughts control me. So to recap, number one, understand the root. Procrastination is one of the silent dream killers. The root of procrastination for most people is not laziness, it's anxiety. And at the center of this, our anxiety will tell us the worst case scenario. But here's the truth. It's a damn liar. Trigger a present state of mind. Simply ask yourself these two questions. What is happening now? Is there something I need to be doing right now? The idea behind both questions is to get our mind looking in front of us now. Number two, stop being a perfectionist. The idea that anything can be perfect is an illusion. Break down tasks into the smallest possible pieces. This will serve two purposes. One, we feel more accomplished when we get to check those things off, which inspires us to produce quality work. And two, it allows us to create a vision that is digestible. And this clearly helps to inspire us to achieve that thing. However long you think something will take, double it. Number three, just start. The best way to get something done is to simply begin. If you're a procrastinator, you will find every excuse not to do what you need to do. Try visualizing 
the completion of your task in a positive way. Visualize the impact in what you'll be doing afterwards. Tell yourself, I will just do X for two minutes. When we give ourselves permission to only do something for two minutes and then stop, we trick ourselves to do it. When you've done something that was challenging, reward yourself after a job well done. And number four, shift your thinking from focusing on the short term to the long term. The same amount of time that we spend delaying and avoiding doing things, facing things, we could be spending deploying and facing those things and learning. Facing them now allows us to grow faster. Remind yourself why. Why you're doing something. What purpose or meaning does it have behind it? How does it add to the overall picture of your success? If you don't do this particular thing, what's the outcome? How will it affect your success? This week's shout out is by Sarah who sent me a DM on Instagram. Today's the first day I looked up motivational speeches slash podcasts on Spotify and I just came across your profile and listened to your latest episode, Create the Life That You Want in One Year. And I absolutely loved it. I've already sent it to three of my friends and husband. Your voice is very soothing, unlike some of those motivational speeches that I feel people are screaming at my face. And your advice is amazing. I recently started writing thoughts and other helpful info on a journal for the first time in my life, and I've already filled up five pages with only one episode. You're very down to earth, and I really appreciate what you do. I'll for sure keep listening to your content Thank you, Sarah. I appreciate you. I appreciate everybody that is sharing this podcast because that is how more people are hearing these little nuggets. And the fact that each of you listening are writing things down and taking action on those things is exactly the intention behind this podcast. And I cannot thank each of you that do these things every single week for an opportunity to be next week's shout out, please leave an honest review on the podcast. Send me a DM on Facebook or Instagram. You just might be the next shout out. Thanks for listening to The Motivated Mind with your host, Scott Lynch. I hope you enjoyed my deep dive into how to overcome procrastination. If you enjoyed this episode and you'd like to help support the podcast, please share it with others, post about it on social media, or leave a rating and review to catch all the latest from me. You can follow me on Instagram at the motivated underscore mind and on Facebook at the motivated mind podcast. Don't forget to join me every Monday and Thursday for new episodes. I love you all and thanks so much for listening. Motivated Mind is a legacy division.